This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. There's a big new report about Apple's augmented reality headset. How good could it be? What could it be used for? We'll talk about it. I'm Ayaz Akhtar, subbing in for Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With us to discuss Apple stuff is CNET's Scott Stein. This man is an expert in many things, including wearables, AR, and VR. So let's talk about the rumored Apple AR headset, shall we? Now, a new report published on the information had a lot of details. There, of course, this has not been verified by Apple. So let's start with the Apple headset. The information report said that Apple would go with a standalone design. That means it would not be tethered to a computer or phone. Scott, what kind of challenges would come with a standalone product? Well, the standalone product, you're going to be limited by like the processing. And so what's, what's interesting is that trade-off, that's not surprising because the big success thing in VR right now is the Oculus Quest 2 or MetaQuest 2. That's been the one that everyone's been looking at is the breakout VR thing. So it, it could be that Apple felt that same way, that they have to create a product to compete in that in that type of territory. And it also means like less dependence on a PC or something else. But it's funny though, because Apple makes all those things. So it's not totally crazy to think of Apple making a headset that would work with its own products. And in fact, they do that all the time. So I would still think that a standalone, even though battery life and processing are limited, something like the Quest 2 can still connect to a PC to do other things. And I would think that that Apple's headset would, would and should do that too. Now, in your experience, you've, you've tested out a lot of different headsets. You're talking about the battery. Uh, and the, if there's a processor on your head, there's potential heat issues. Uh, do you think that whatever Apple's vision of AR is, what kind of improvements would be necessary on a headset that if it's a standalone product that it needs to hit? What points does it need to hit for it to be a success? Yeah, so number one, battery, it's, it's true. I mean, the, I'm, I'm laughing because, you know, battery is something I'd like to see more of in, like, most products and in a couple of Apple products like the watch. But the smaller you get, the harder it gets. And on a, on something like the Quest 2, uh, the battery life is like two hours or something like that. It, it happens to line up with about as much patience as people have in VR. So, you know, most people have less than that. So people don't often think like, oh, if only I had an extra two hours of Quest battery life. Um, that could be how Apple kind of gets away with that in the headset. But I think there was talk in that report about maybe some sort of battery you'd wear and tether to or and that sounds super awkward but um a lot of these headsets now also have swappable batteries in the back that could be a design that meta does with its next headset um i mean the other thing is that apple just needs to like make it better la less annoying um and when i mean better and less annoying i mean that vr has kind of gotten good enough visually to do its tricks but a lot of people talk about how they can't do work in it you certainly can't feel like you're part of the same room as anyone else. Um, people get still get nauseous or they get disoriented or feel like they're wearing something giant on their head. So, you know, Apple does need to solve that. It's a lot of ergonomics. There's a lot of stuff that sounds outside of Apple's zone, 
for things like that, um, even though they do have a watch. Um, but the watch, you know, they always talked about how comfortable it was or they made pushes for you know, things like that for fit. They need to figure that stuff out. I mean, those are the big areas for me. And also like what the heck you're going to do on it beyond games. Um, is it fitness? Is it, um, is it work stuff? Um, can they, can they do more than that? Is that enough? You know, you touched upon gaming. There was this quote in the article talking about four people who have worked on the project also criticized its lack of focus on gaming, which was important to the success of the iPhone and has been a big priority for Meta's VR group. How important, Scott, do you think gaming is for a headset from the start? It's surprising that uh, to think of it not focusing on gaming because while you do I don't know if it's important that everybody plays games on something that they buy, it's really is a part of like what, what experiences are like, like gaming blends with a lot of different things in VR or, or gamified things. I mean, fitness is gaming. Um, there's social gaming, you know, like a lot of the metaverse stuff is like people hanging out and gaming. And, and that's been a lot, a lot of Mark Zuckerberg's meta focus. People have been maybe critical of, but I think it all, but it's already out there. Like that's what we do. And I think that's, Doing stuff while we hang out and do other things is kind of is kind of the the metaverse like subtext. So if Apple doesn't do that, it feels like the question is what would you be doing in there? Just like focusing on getting work done? Because that seems very, very narrow cast too. So I do think games need to be in there. And it also seems like there are so many games out there that work cross-platform. I would think that Apple's VR, if it's VR, would 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 tie into that and, and in a sense make things easier to port yeah so we're talking about the whole gaming thing there's another another quote from the report i want to know what you think about this because this sounds sounds made up but it also sounds like apple at the same time apple is also putting a display on the outside of the headset which will show video images of a user's eyes and expressions to people around them it couldn't position the outward facing cameras roughly where the user's eyes will be because it'll be covered scott do you think that's a plausible thing that Apple could do? It made me laugh um, when I saw that, but also I've seen this before. I wrote something earlier, I think it was this year or last year, that there was a, a meta research project where they had put um, the same thing, where they put eyes on the on an outer screen to explore eye contact. I think this this is the real thing. People trying to think about how you have how you get a sense of presence while still having something stuck on your face. When I think about your actual eyes coming through, it sounds like creepy, uncanny valley nightmare, like a David Cronenberg film. I would think it would make more sense with something like maybe cartoon eyes, which may, may sound weirder to people, but something that would indicate where your eyes are without like trying to act like your eyes are actually there, unless it looked so realistic that you'd be cool with that. But I feel like when it gets to uncanny valley, you have to get to like, a really, really, really good level to overcome the the disorientation. You know, it's like it's slightly off. You're going to think it's freaky. Yeah, there was a discussion whether the avatars that you see in Apple's AR and VR headset will be cartoonish or photorealistic. Apparently, the photorealistic version would require tethering, and apparently that got cut off at the very beginning. Uh, do you think, like you're talking about the Uncanny Valley aspect, I've always been interested in the social element of VR because it seems so isolating. This cartoony world that people get into, do you think that's a benefit to get people into VR? Or do you think it's a barrier because it's not exactly connected to reality? 
I've been thinking about this a lot because I've also been trying these like acting uh, experiments in VR with a few like improvisers. And I wrote about that recently. And it's like when people do stuff in VR with these avatars, part of it is like uh, being yourself. And part of it is almost like performing in a with a mask or a puppetry. Because, you know, it's like you're you're not really yourself and they can't see your expressions very well. And it gets that uncanny valley thing again. Like if Apple, this report also said there were 14 cameras on the headset, but like if they're really doing face tracking and everything's amazing, then maybe translating that to realistic avatars works. But I think cartoon helps solve the weirdness better now. And then that's clearly what Meta and others and a lot of people are doing. And Apple already has all the memojis that are those cartoonish avatars. Like we play with them in AR. We, we forget about them again. They're still there. Um, but but th that seems like a very easy path for them to build off of the memojis as their uh, avatars. Yeah, as we've seen in the past, graphics aren't everything. I'm, I'm reminded of the Wii. Not exactly great graphics, but great gameplay. People loved playing anything. It didn't matter that you, your character didn't have legs and your arms weren't attached to your body. It was fun to play. Do you think, what what is the the application that Apple needs to use for AR, assuming gaming isn't like the killer app for it, what would be an Apple-centric version of AR with the, with Memojis, with an iPhone, not using an iPhone, with a Mac, not using a Mac, all of this ecosystem thing? How does this even fit with Apple's vision of the future? Well, I think for like outside of the headset, like just what do they do with Memoji that would have it work? Um, I think it's that whole telepresence like communication area. You know, everybody who's using avatars right now in this respect is exploring it in terms of video chat and collaboration. So it's like Zoom or Microsoft Teams. Um, Meta's trying to figure out how to get those avatars into Instagram or wherever else. So I would think that it's funny, like it always amazed me that Memoji were actually so kind of removed from most of the stuff that Apple has. They show up in, I guess you can do it in, in FaceTime, but I imagine that that's gonna start becoming more of a dovetailed thing that they're gonna have to figure out and how you can maybe like, like to me it's the FaceTime sharing that they introduced recently where you know, you're already kind of group watching and beginning to share documents together and chatting. I feel like you could extend that a little further into like somebody being next to you or over your shoulder or, you know, feeling like you're sharing it even more with them. That feels like the killer app for them for the, for Memoji and, and, and AR. All right. So last question I want to ask you, if you had the ear of Apple, you got Tim Cook next to you and you're like, you can ask for one thing about an Apple AR headset, what would you be asking for? <laughs> um, he's right here. I'm going to, I'm going to waste this opportunity probably. I think, well, I think the most interesting that they're obviously already thinking about that I think is the most interesting. They, they, they would say we're already on this, Scott, but is fitness. Um, fitness is clearly the killer app for this headset, I think, because uh, that is the thing that people have started, like friends I know and others are using the Quest 2 for, Supernatural and workouts, and Meta's made a lot of moves acquiring those companies. Um, Apple already has so much invested in fitness and the watch, and now it's those studio workouts. That is a clear area where they could do fitness games and training and take it to a different level um, because they already have a watch and they already have a lot of fitness things that Meta doesn't have. 
um, and that nobody's really bridged fully yet. And I expect they will. So like, look, I'm terrible at fitness, but like, I'd be really curious in like things that would exercise and train me better. And I think that would be a way to go. So I'm interested in like things that I could learn. Um, Sleight of hand magic course, but I don't think there'll be a big market for that. Tim Cook, you heard it here first. If you want to do sleight of hand in VR, which I think would be somewhat easy since you can just have objects disappear. that That's an option. It's a thing or it might be an app developed. Can I have one more thing in the spirit in the spirit of Apple? One more thing. Really have this work with the app ecosystems. Like if you don't have this work with like all of your phone apps and all of your desktop apps, it's going to get really annoying. They have the ability to do that. Like don't mess that up. Yeah, putting an Apple product in the Apple ecosystem sounds like a no-brainer. That should be a thing. But then there's like the HomePod. We don't talk about the HomePod. Anyway, let's thank Scott Stein for your time, Scott. Thank you so much for all your insights. You can check out all his great work at CNET.com. If you've got any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. If you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Ayaz Akhtar. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.